Welcome to As We Understand Him, a weekly coffee chat exploring a deeper relationship with God as we understand Him. You can download As We Understand Him weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at As We Understand Him Podcast. For additional information, to hear episodes, and to access resources and writings, please visit our website, asweunderstandhim.coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys trying to figure out the God thing, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Good morning, G. Hey, what's up, Mikey? Good morning, hey, brother. There's a lot of instruction in that role in there. What do they call those? The intro? I mean, there is... Intake. Intake, yeah. There's a lot of instruction. If you want to go here, go there. I know, man. It's Brian like, rolls right, through it, man. Hang a left. I know Brian He's rolls good. through. Yeah, it. hey, thanks for audio hive. Thanks. You know, for we're uh, sitting here, and and we, we always. I I just told you, hey, I feel like challenged because I feel like my my early show banter is like stale. Right? He always says that. I know, but but then I'm looking at our logo, and I don't no. think our logo could be better descriptive. No, of it it what is. We're at, yeah, it we're, is good stuff. We're in a coffee shop. Um, and, and it's, it's a napkin with a bunch of stains on it with the word God. You know, Nike's just got a swoosh. We got a whole uh, story totally in ours. Right. You know what? Our, our thing tells a whole story. Apple. Apple's just an apple. What right. is that? I mean, it's a good looking cup of coffee. We got a coffee. We got a stained napkin. We got God with a question mark. Yeah. God's kind of doodled on there, right? Nothing, nothing special or fancy, like, like no purple hats. Just like us. We're nothing special Right, or fancy. man. We're just right. But, you but know man, I'm so excited. Stop the banner because I'm yeah, so excited about today. First session. you want banner, then you don't want banner. No, I, you I know what? Know. I just feel like the ba- I just said the banner's getting stale. Yeah. Well, the coffee's not. But it's not. Yeah. No, the coffee's awesome. I love hey, so coffee. we got a table for three today. I love table. I, I, I so know. excited. Live for table I didn't sleep last night because I was so excited. You didn't today. sleep last night. There is so yeah. much power in today's session. There is. It's good stuff. Hey, Rick, good morning. morning. Rick. Yeah. How are you? So we were, uh, What's up, brother? we were talking a little bit before the music started and, um, and just a little behind the counter and, and Rick said that he'd gone through, right. You'd gone through your Ruta book, just kind of catching up and you said it was emotional. And I thought, you know, that really summarized my experience with rooted. Uh, it was emotional for me. I, it wasn't just a, a class in learning. It was an application in my life. It really touched me at my core almost each chapter in a different way some a little more impactful than others but today's topic um wait let yeah let me jump in real quick yeah what what i loved about rooted especially going through it several times but most importantly these podcast sessions right who's having guys like rick come in yeah is like each week had different levels of impact for different guys. Sure it did. Right? Because yeah. we're all different, right? Yeah. And, and things hit us differently, and we're going through different situations. And But uh, this one is really hit me. So well, I'm, you know, it's one of those things. I love I love Rick. I know he says, you know, there's there's topics you bring up in a room, you know, that, that people are going to cringe. You can see them physically cringe, right? And he always calls out the two, right? God and sex right that that'll just get a room quiet and a heart oh, absolutely but but i think i think this <clears> one well the third one is politics but we never talk about well, politics no, no, no we don't talk about politics. <laughs> we don't go there but uh money could be up there too oh my god you know? yeah finances yeah because because yeah. it's either you know working for somebody or not working for somebody right. or you know buying something not buying something i think money's like one of the biggest challenges and and rick probably knows it better because i, I I'm, I'm looking forward to yeah. Well, let, let me do right now. I'll, I'll start introducing Rick. Okay. It'll probably take 40 minutes to introduce him. Which, but, is, which is just perfect because we've, we've got 40 minutes. Yeah, that's great. So 
Um, so I've known Rick for several years now. Uh, he's he's part of our Monday Night group. He's been through Rooted. Rhinos. <clears throat> yeah, he's part of our Rhino group. In fact, we we have a Rhino sitting here in the middle of the table because that's kind of our our motto. It's our yeah, it's our three dimensional logo. Yeah, yeah, our our logo. Um, but Rick, you know, through through his path, right, has gone down. And well, let me in, in, introduce our week and and. Man, I just seems so unorganized this morning. But, um, you know, week eight, right, of Rooted is how does God view money, right? right? And and that's so – I mean, when, when you talk about those two words, God and sex, right? right? When in, in a church group, when you when you use the word money, people shrink up, sure. right? Because – There's I mean, the ask. There's, there's the in, ask. In fact, we, we, we have a dude, Big Bill. Um, you know, who went, who went through Rooted. Right. And and he was like, here it is. Here it is. You know, it took eight weeks to get here. This is where, you know, the church asked for all their money so they can buy their jets and their big houses right. and, and right. buy the special coffee and everything else, right? <clears throat> but it's not. No. Okay? In, in fact, one of the cool things about our church um, is, you know, they don't really ask for money. Mm-hmm. You know, now, yeah, they need a budget to run the building and run the lights and, and all the special and ministries, right? <clears throat> right. You know, and and but that is such a low priority. In fact, they don't even pass an offering pr- no. plate. You know, they just don't. And and they never talk about money. They never talk about budgets. Maybe once a year they yeah. talk about budgets. Um, but it's just it has nothing to do with the the church, mm-hmm. right? But there's and what we're going to unpack today is. You know, how does God view money and, and what's a good approach, mm-hmm. right? So, Rick, sorry, man, I'm talking too much. No but Rick, um, so, so Rick has kind of latched on to the money part, mm-hmm. right? And, 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 and he has <clears throat> because of, of what he's done in his own life and his focus in his own life and commitment. So, so Rick has gone through the, this program. So, so you have Rooted. That's right, a program, right? Right, right? There's another program called Financial Peace University. Very popular, right? Very popular. Dave Ramsey, right? I mean, he's got millions of viewers on, you know, blah blah, right? <clears throat> but he has a system mm-hmm. of getting your act together with your finances, in, you know, including so you're not slave to debt. right, right. I mean, I, I, we were just chatting a little before the show. I, I, I think money is one of the biggest causes of divorce. Right. Or, or at least stress. Yeah, sure. The stress caused by money problems. in a marriage, right? right? And and people aren't aligned. And oh, I love it. Rick, Rick has seventeen pages right. of notes, man. No. I love it. So, <clears throat> so I better shut up. But what what what? So so this is not a money ask, right? right? This is not hey, pull out your checkbook, send it to as we right. understand him podcast, or you know, send it to the church. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the church is part of it, or, or God's work is part mm-hmm. of it, right? And and we'll talk about that. But but Rick's not only what the Bible says, but a practical use, and, and so Rick has gone through financial peace. He has a success story in in his life and his marriage and mm-hmm. his you know personal finances through financial mm-hmm. peace and money. Peace, there's that word again. And then I oh, love peace. But then, as an extension of that, he has also led tables mm-hmm. at Financial Peace University. All right. All right. So the only thing he hasn't done is he hasn't stood on stage, and and I can't wait for him to flush that out. That's right. So to your point. So hi, Rick. Hi. Good morning. (laughs) Happy to be here. Let's get down to it, man. Shut up, Glenn. So you talk about the church asking for money. So giving is not God's way of raising money. 
It's his way of raising people with surrendered hearts. He wants people to learn to trust and love him. Giving is an extension of our worship. Mm. Giving is an extension of our worship. I like that a lot. I got to write that one down. Yep. I am actually writing down. Yeah. So it's um. So so it's 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 not a way to get the uh, church jets. No. God, God doesn't need your money. He has enough of his own. I love that. You know what really jumped out at me about week eight, two, And, Rick, you're probably going to touch on this. I'm not sure. But um, is that the way, the way that I was taught to view this is, first of all, first and foremost, it's not my money. God created the earth and everything in it. He's given me the opportunity to accumulate this currency. It is not my money. I get to keep most of it and I get to give back to him. I, I that was just the way I was taught. It's not But Rick, money. there's a big step to that level of understanding, right? There is. I think you just summed up week 8 cuz week 8 basically is God is the owner. Right. We we're just stewards or managers of managers. Things. Not owners. No. No. And 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 that took a long that was a big step for me to understand that. But part of that totally. was getting outside of the selfishness and in and, and my world and saying, hey, you know, so that was a transition for me. That was not a light switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And, and the, 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 the saying people say, well, you know, you can't take it with you. You, know, yeah, you right. see a Brinks truck following ours. Right, right. We're never intended to take it with us. Right. We're just managers of that by the, well, during the time that we're here. It's, it's never intended. There's God's intention for us to... Take that with us. Isn't that something? But yet yeah. I get my arms. I, look, all all my big thing. I get my arms around my stuff. You know, I get my I get my arms around my money. You know, I'm a little protective. Of it. We were talking about it this morning. You know, everything costs yeah. hundred bucks. It seems. You know, we're hemorrhaging money. Whose money? Right. No, I and and it's you know what, what I've noticed and and one thing about my my life today is I have a very acute level of awareness of what's going on in my life and Mm -hmm. and what i've noticed is and part of that's through daily meditation Mm -hmm. and just you know i i've started to accumulate stuff again Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and and stuff costs money and and is that is that the best use of Mm -hmm. resources that i've been given right as as a manager as a manager right rick Mm -hmm. i mean is that so it's a pulse check and I'm, i'm thinking this out loud is what i'm stuttering um, but you know, it's a pulse check on where's my heart. Right, right. And 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 Rick, let me let me because I I want to unpack this here because this one gets me the importance of debt or not having debt. You know, I'm I'm sitting here in a position where I don't have debt. Well, I do. I have a mortgage, but I don't have debt aside from that mortgage and. Ramsey would tell me you shouldn't even have that debt. You the, should be indebted into nobody. The borrower is slave to the lender. The borrower is slave to the lender. So, Rick, right? talk about your experience because before you went to financial peace, right, you had levels of debt, right? So, before I did financial peace, I did rooted. And one of my strongholds going into rooted was I had a daily fear of being broke. Mm. That was one of my biggest fears in life. Really? Was being broke. Um, and it was daily. I, Were you I, broke as a kid? No. Okay. No. Nope. It's just a fear that you had. 
just a fear. Okay. Just just a fear that that um, daily, okay. like, no matter how hard I worked, no matter what we did, that was just a constant fear that weighed on my mind. And I brought that into Rooted with me hmm. when I did, hmm. when I started. Um, did your wife feel the same way? I don't really think she ever knew how great my fear was of that. Hmm. Um, and, and so did, did you share that with her through financial peace? Is this that something came that came out in Rooted? Came out in Rooted. Yeah, it yeah, came, it came out, out in Rooted. It came out okay. in Rooted. And, and and you did rooted before financial yes. peace. Yes, got it. Okay, absolutely. All right. Um, and and we we did okay. I mean, it's not you know things worked out. We paid our bills. We raised a family. We put food on the table. We had a roof over our head. Um, and and everything always happened. So whether or not it was with business or with personal, um, at the end of the month or the end of the day. What we needed was there for us. So you never actually saw your fear come to fruition. You you were never poor. No. Okay. But it was a. But it was still fear. Tremendous a fear. Stress. Right. Yes. Okay. So um, so was your fear? I mean, were were you close at times? I mean, what? Oh what, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Totally. Right. So so your your fear was kind of reality. Totally. It, so it was a it was a possibility. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it, you like a lot of people. Um, paycheck to paycheck, sure. uh -huh. you know, balancing. Then the car balance, breaks. 65% of the, the, the population the car, the car breaks, the, 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 right, you know, the roof. $50 pays on your Best Buy card or monthly payments right, on sure. your Best Buy card to pay for the computer that you bought. Right, um, right, right. So right. That, was, that was the typical scenario. And, and you see that unfolding and you realize at any point in time that could just crash and come tumbling down. And So you know, were you accumulating debt? Yes. At this point? And that yes. was adding to your fear? Yes, okay. absolutely. So, so we, what did it feel like to be in debt? I didn't know that I was. I, I didn't know that that was happening. I felt that I was just doing what everybody else was doing. Right. You know, just, right. you know, 0% interest on a credit card for 12 months. So I get to use your money for 12 months instead of mine. That makes good sense, money, right? Sure. Made perfect sense I mean, to me. I bought I'm, into it every time. How did the 13 month go for you? You know, never made it to the 13 okay. month. All right. Totally never made it to the 13 okay. month. I would do that. Um, and, and I would come home and I would calculate everything out and I would figure exactly what my payments so were to be, and the right, so, to be done right, at, right, at so month 11. Question. Is that because my wife does that? You know, it, it always seems like she's got something at every time on some 12-month plan, mm -hmm. right? So is that being a good steward of money, right? Because, hey, that's a financial win, right? Mm -hmm. Or is that adding to some sort of emotional weight, right, of, of, being, a, of being obligated, also known as being a slave, right. to something? Right. It adds to emotional weight. All right. Because um, anything can happen. That. Let's say let's say you're parked. This is just me thinking, <clears throat> but let's say you're parked with pick a number, five hundred bucks, five thousand bucks. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. And and I'm clipping along and I'm gonna do ten bucks a month for 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 these twelve months or fifty bucks a month for these ten months, I'm gonna be good. What happens in month six? When I lose my job, or I get disabled, or so the that's car the breaks down, that's the multiplier of the emotional weight. Then all weight. of a sudden, I'm sitting there with debt. It's <laughs> month, it's that dreaded month thirteen, man. Hence the fear of being broke. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. 
But yes, so being a good steward um, is putting God first. So your first fruits go to God. Right. And and then everything beyond that is yours to keep and share and, you know, be a, a, mm-hmm. a generous giver with. And, and typically we don't have that. You know, when we look at our financial situation, we, we come up with a, a number that we feel we can contribute to the church or we can, you know, how many boxes of candy we can buy from the kid that's selling them. Do you them. do it by percentage or do you just do it? Initially, I did it by... A dollar, a dollar amount. Right, okay. I, I arbitrarily at some point picked a dollar amount, and that's what I gave. And my my deal with God was if I made more money, then I would give more money. Um, and, and I tried to keep that. So if we had exceptionally good weeks or, you know, there was a, a, a bonus or, you know, um, my pay increased, I would add to my weekly amount. contributions mm-hmm. absolutely um and and that was kind of the way that i did it and i thought that i was doing okay and you know i was fulfilling my obligation it wasn't a tithe but it was what i felt i could afford but it was not first it was what i had left right. to give after all my stuff was mm. paid and all my stuff was taken care of and so that matters we, right yeah so that so that mentality was Pre-rooted, during-rooted? That was pre-rooted. That pre-rooted, was during-rooted. Right. Um, at the end of rooted, um, we wrote a prayer for, based on week eight, based on mm-hmm. what we had talked about on week eight, um, we had wrote a, written a prayer, and um, I pulled my rooted book out, and, and I read through that yesterday. And it was very emotional because if I read that prayer, looking what I was asking God for then and I look where I'm at now it, it's it's another example of how this stuff works totally. so wait 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 so uh-huh. let me clarify so looking at that prayer historically and so then and now would you say that God answered that prayer absolutely 100% that's that faith, faith in fact button 100% you know Back then, you prayed in faith, and now you look back, man, that is so cool, right? It's awesome. Um, so, so a couple things. Um, I mean, I have like seventeen things to unpack here with you. So, so the one thing, and 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 I have to bring this up because I know you're frustrated, um, and and that's my word for you. I, I, you can use your own word, but um, part of financial peace, part of the program. And you have so let, let let me you have successfully completed financial peace, right? Yes, <clears throat> with the exception of one issue, which is the credit card. True enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, gotta unpack this story because I know it, it's grinding on you. So, financial peace is no credit cards. Credit cards get cut up, cut up. basically week one. Not even it, in although, the law is a safety net. <clears throat> although, absolutely not. Although they take credit cards to pay for the program. <laughs> All right. Well, so no credit cards. Credit right. cards get cut up. They're, they're, that's the end. Everything is cash. So credit card gets turned into a debit card. And um, as you're working to pay your debt through the debt snowball, you start with your smallest debt and you work up to your largest debt to become debt-free with the exception of your mortgage. Um, then you start taking all that money, put that towards your mortgage, and then you 
mm-hmm. work through the other steps of um, building wealth and retirement and, um, you know, college funds for children and, and things like that. And eventually you work to basically step seven, which is debt free. Um, you're a generous giver. You're pretty much you're, you're living like no one else at that point because you've basically spent years living like no one else to try to get yourself out of debt. Um, I still have a credit card. So do you have a balance is, on it? I do not. No. Um, but, if, but so you, you have a credit card. So what I understand, cause I have not been through financial peace, but what I understand is as you successfully complete the program and come debt free, there's a, there's a part of the program, almost like rooted where at the end of rooted, you go up on stage and, and kind of celebrate, Correct. right? Financial peace. You go up on stage and you celebrate, right? You do the debt free screen. Debt free screen. So you can you can go to uh, Tennessee and go on their Ramsey stage and do the debt free screen. Okay, so so you accomplished everything except you still have one credit card with a zero balance on in it in case of emergency. Right? Well, there's well for business. I, I have reoccurring charges that are on there for like tech services that we subscribe to and things like, like that. Like managed tech services. Yes. Right. So it's a reoccurring charge. It gets paid every month. So, you know, there's a small balance that just floats for these. So you might spend $500 or less. Oh, it, it's, yeah, easily less than $500. Right. So because of that, you're not allowed to go do your screen. Well, you could yes. do You could do it. It just wouldn't be right. Yes. Right? So <clears throat> Well, they don't let you on stage and do it, right? Because you have your one credit card. So we did, when we did FPU um, as a table uh-huh. leader, um, we told our story. The They asked us to come on stage in front of everybody and do our debt-free screen because, you know, we... Qualified. We qualified at that point, right. yes. So we, we got to do it, and, and it was, well, you know, it was, it was more impactful, really. To be honest with you, it was more impactful for us to do it in front of... That group that we had just spent ten weeks sure, with, right? Um, and, then, and then it would have been in Nashville, yeah. And, and it would have been cool yeah. to do that. But that was my wife's deal. That was her right, motivation so we, to to do right. it. All right, wait, wait. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. No, nope. right? <laughs> um, I think I think we need to hear the scream. Oh, yeah. Give it. Yeah, give us the scream. How did the scream I think, sound? I think we got to hear give the scream. The give us the best. Give oh, us your no. best. I think scream. I think we need to hear the scream that that you and your wife earned. Because I don't care if you have I I I mean I business and Mike you're I mean I, I understand the recurring charges on on the credit right, card right, right. you know for less than five hundred dollars a month yeah that does so come on man let's hear let's yeah, hear give a scream give it at least a so crunch. well deserved so well earned to be out of debt you are you are debt free all right so I'll give it my best shot so count right. it count it down okay, three three two, two one. one we're debt free the crowd goes crazy. Brian, I hope we didn't break the microphones. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's fantastic. I mean, that is such an accomplishment. Okay. So let me bounce it now, right? So one thing I know about you is, um, and and kind of kind of what where I want to change gears to here is, okay, now you have the money. You realize, hey, it's not my money. It's God's money. I'm just a steward. I'm a manager, right? But But for me, ego comes into it. Right. Mm-hmm. For years, when I gave, I was like, who is worthy? Mm-hmm. You're right. Of my money. <laughs> That's right. right. That's right. Okay. Who? You, mission, you don't get it. You right. didn't score who, a 10 in my. Who is worthy? Right. 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 So, so 
Rick, have, have you ever done that? Absolutely. It's funny that you should say that because... Like, do they qualify? One of the things that we did was we instantly became generous givers. That was... Mm-hmm. When we got to that baby step. Um, that, was, that was a goal of mine. I would listen to things on radio stations where people would come in and pay off school lunch debt mm-hmm. and, and, you know, buy bicycles for, for, for kids at Christmas mm-hmm. time. It's like, man, I'd, I'd really love to do that. To me, that would be cool to get to a point in my life to where I could do that. And I always looked at it as this grand scale of giving. So the first thing that we did was we tithed at church. Mm-hmm. We instantly did that. That that tithe actually got increased and bumped up during COVID, believe it or not. And um, and that's real money. It is. You know, it we're, is. we're not talking about a twenty five dollar bill, right? And 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 we became givers. And and we we said, well, how do we do that? How do we qualify people to give our money to? Right. But it's not our money. Right. So it's not our job to qualify them. Mm. And Ooh, we trade. We trade on it, Ooh, and um, those opportunities came to us unprovoked. Mm-hmm. So, um, isn't that crazy how that works? We would hear um, about a family in church that was in need, and through um, through service or or what have you, and we would talk about it. And say, hey, you know, there's a family in need. What do you think? Um, and and the, the first year we did it, we paid somebody's mortgage for a month. And we didn't know the people. It was just something we did. And boom, it was the, the greatest feeling mm-hmm. that you could possibly have was, was to be able to do that. It was awesome. fun. It was enjoyable. Yep. You know, we, we felt complete in our own selves by doing that. And we were completely <clears throat> anonymous. Mm-hmm. We've had situations to where... Um, we've given and we've known the people that we've given to and it comes up well you know like they're kind of going out to dinner and should they be doing that Ooh, and that's the qualifier right all right it, it, it is but but you reel yourself in and it's like that's not why you did it that's right so the reason that you did it is always still there right the and that's what you have to hold on to yeah so I love, I absolutely love that. Mikey, how about you? Do you qualify? Yeah, you know, I, uh, I did for a long time. I, uh-huh. don't, I don't really now because I, if your eyes are open, you'll see where the need is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to tell you just real quick my tithing story. I wasn't the tither. My wife just bought into this theory, and I reluctantly got dragged into this concept of giving God his first and then not freaking out about, what was left for me i went in kicking and fighting and she was just faithful with our with our online giving and and just coordinating everything and she just gave and i looked at the number one time i said wait what do you know what you know what size tv i can get with that right right Right? and that's amazing how we are blessed right It, it just it blows me away how the how the money just is there to do the kind of things that Rick is talking about. So I, I, this to me feeds ego, yeah, right? right? When, when I look at it from my life, when I qualify, right, it's, you're feeding your ego, right? Yeah, right. It's, that makes sense. And I wanted credit, mm-hmm. right? Cause you know, oh, it, sure. you know if on, the tree, if the tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it, did it really right, make a noise, right? right? 
to, if if I give money, right, and don't tell people about it, right, right do I get credit for it, right? right. So o- over the course of the last number of years, all of that has been dismantled and changed. And one of the things I do is I give to Parkview. Yeah. Because what, and, and that's, you know. Because for, they're good stewards. Yeah, absolutely. Because right. every time they go to church, hey, we just bought, you know, 1,200 backpacks for so-and-so, or we just did this well here, or we just helped this, you know, battered women's home, or we just, right. I mean, it's, it's they are such better stewards right. than, and qualifiers, I guess, than, than I ever was. Oh, right. check, check, check myself at the door, because I make sure they're qualified, because I want to see what the pastor's driving. And so far, he's he's passed the litmus test. Hey, Never. There, there's a lot of churches, yeah, right, right, who have the jets and have all. Right. I mean, I see it on social right. media, and, and and that's a shame, yeah. right? Because I don't think you need a private jet to run a church, right? Um, but then I also, um, but then, right? So so the giving just to the church, and, and I let them figure it out, right? Right. right. And that drives me peace, mm-hmm. right? Because now my ego is not involved in, and mm-hmm. you know. Um, but then I'm like you, Rick, and, and what, what I know about you guys, <clears throat> you guys always have a $100 bill on you mm-hmm. um, to help somebody out. And and through our group of, we have 19 guys on the tech string, right? I mean, there's there's always mm-hmm. somebody, something that comes up, mm-hmm. right? And and we, we try to, you know, and, and I my, my, my fingerprints are all over, you know, a lot of opportunities and, and I hear about opportunities and, and, and there's some that's like, well, that's not really relevant to our group, you know? Right. I can't do it. Right. Cause I'm not going to ask for a you know, hundred dollars every single day from, right. from people. But I mean, there's been situations where a guy in our group, his wife was going on mission trips. We raised 3,500 bucks for mm-hmm. within, mm-hmm. within a week or two. Mm-hmm. Right. There was a guy that we know that goes to our church, not part of our group, but goes to our church. You know, he had a, a, a financial crisis. Right. And and I, I I just happened to hear about it, you know, through through my my passings, and and I think we gave fifteen hundred within three days, right, right. right collectively, um, and and there's always an opportunity, right, and and I think that's that's a way that, you know, I I just wanted to see how how we qualify, right? right. Well, I hear that, and I and I think that you're right in line with Rick's heart. What he was saying earlier, that that was the one part of this conversation that really jumped out at me. You got a little bounce in your step when you talked about the things you're able to do now. Um, where when you he were, didn't have to read his notes for that, did he? No, not at all. I'm mean, just where just where you're at with your giving the opportunity to impact somebody's life um, because of your hard work and your responsibility. Well, it's it's really. It's faith. It's having That's that. Right. It's having that trust in God. They talk about serving two masters, and we read all these things, but but just taking that step, having that faith, to realize that everything is going to be okay. If I'm responsible with little, I'm going to be given more. And what what I learned was, I always thought I was given more as a reward. Mm-hmm. Like you've been faithful with right. little, so here's your reward. Right. I'm going to give right. you more. Right. But I realized you're giving me more so I can share more mm-hmm. and I can help more people mm-hmm. because I'm okay. I have what I need, so I get more to spread that around. Mm-hmm. And that's that's my discipleship. That's my stewardship is to take what you've given me, the abundance, and share that. All right, bring, bring us home, Brett. <clears throat> bring us home and tell Whoa, yeah. I, I, oh. I'm nowhere. Stop looking at the timer. Your timer's not even on your phone. 
Um, all right, so so I think there's a couple. I mean, this is such a key topic. I think there's a couple more points that we need to make. So, Rick, you, you started to bring up proof, right? Um, you start and, and the way I've always described it, there's a dial, and there's faith on one end of the dial and fact on, on the other. And it sounds like when you did your prayer, right, your dial was on faith. <clears throat> totally. And, and through the process, your, your dial has turned more towards fact. You have seen this work. You have seen proof. So a, a real good qualifier of this is how these two things tie together. Coming out of Rooted, building your faith, just going on that faith journey, getting closer to God, building that trust, going into a thing like FPU, doing a budget, working to get yourself out of debt, and, and as you go through that process, getting to a point where you look back on your budget and you, you know where you're at now, so you see the success that having no debt has created in your life, the, the joy, the peace, the, 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 just the tranquility, hence financial peace, um, that you've now created and you now have, and you look back on your budget, and the first thing that comes to mind is, how did we ever do that? Mm -hmm. Well, you didn't. God made sure you know that what, that man? happened. <clears throat> that is such a key point. That is, and that is that's such a change of mind. That's the trust. That's the faith to know that you that didn't. You didn't do that. You were living on a thread, and God was carrying you the whole way. Mm -hmm. All right. So, next point is, <clears throat> and I wrote it down: um, where your cash goes is where your heart is. Mm -hmm. Right, and and. I, I really believe that, and and as I look at kind of my spending and up uh, there, there, Rick, Rick just brought his notes out. Page sixteen, um, <clears throat> two thousand plus verses in the Bible about money or generosity. Where your treasure is, where your treasure is, there, there your, your heart, heart will be. Yes. There your heart will be. Nice. So so, um, nice. So that's something to think about, folks. Right? Yeah. I mean, where you spend your money. I just said earlier. Hey, I'm starting to spend more on mm -hmm. on stuff again, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and that was dangerous for me. At one point, I had in my stuff. closet, sure. I had 250 <clears throat> Ralph Lauren shirts. Mm -hmm. I mean, what size? <laughs> well, I had a couple sizes, Rick. Thanks, thanks for pointing that out. Well, I had that's large, not where I was going with that. I had large, extra large, and double extra large. Uh, but but I could use a couple of Ralph yeah. Lauren shirts. <laughs> no, but I got rid of them because you know what? Ralph Lauren was my god. Yeah, right. I mean, right. I worshipped Ralph Lauren. That's who my identity was, right? And so bad, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Two more points. Sorry, guys. No, three more points. Sorry. Um, one is um, a multiplier. What I have seen on the fact side of it is when you start to do this, right? And and I've I have a set amount of money I either give to Parkview, but now <clears throat> I got a sober guy I'm helping now, right? So that's taking some funds and right, but but giving is clearly right e either to God's mission, sober mission, right? Um, is is key, and, and and what I have seen is. You know, and, and there's you, you might have it down there in nose Rick, but when, in, in, in fact, I think you even said it. When 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 you're given few, you're, you're you have a responsible, but when, when you're given more, you have more, more responsibility. Yeah, more right. more is expected. Right, right, right. right. 
So as I've been given more money, I put more into serving and giving and, and, and helping other key purposes for my mm-hmm. life, which is, you know, throwing seeds for God and throwing seeds for sober people. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do have that. That's in Matthew. It says, well done, good and faithful servant. You were, you were faithful with few things. Therefore, I will put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. That's on page nice. 14 of notes. Yes. N- nice job, Rick. Um, <clears throat> okay. So proof, multiplier, the more you do, the more, I, I'm just telling you, it works. Um, that's not why you should do it, but I'm telling you, that's a byproduct right. of doing it. Um, lastly is, as I think, and one of the things we've talked about in our group a little bit is legacy, right? Mm-hmm. So so you can't leave it if you don't live it, right? Right. So that's a character legacy. It's what I'm known for. It's what my purpose is, blah, blah. But part of it is money, you know? Totally. Yeah, you know, I hope to have a couple bucks, right? And 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 what what I want to do is where I'm going to leave money at the end of the road is throwing seeds for God, right. throwing seeds for sobriety, right? And I am going to take care of my family, you know. But I mean, they're my my, my family's equally as important as throwing seeds for God and throwing. So so that's a, okay. And and on that point, if I can jump in, yeah. When we look at that you look at a legacy and we always think well i'm going to build wealth for myself so i can leave something for my children Mm -hmm. we have to look beyond that we not only have to look leave something for our children we have to go back another generation and leave something for our children's children love that love that love that all right so to land the plane now mikey all right so rick congratulations on fpu financial peace university not only did you go through it and were successful, but you became a leader in helping others become successful in the peace and that that succeeding with the program drives and, and that's all part of your story and package, right? My challenge for people today, right? <coughs> Excuse me, is to get started, right? And and one of the things through Rooted and, and one of the challenges that I gave the, the several times I led it was, don't worry about – don't let the amount freak you out. Just get started. And and I challenge some guys, do 25 bucks, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I just connected with one of those guys four years ago, three years ago. I said, just get started, 25 bucks. He has shared the story of success. I started with 25, recently gave $1,000. Mm-hmm. And he has the multiplier effect examples, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, you know, I just bless, and the more I'm blessed, the more I give, right? Because right, right. he understands it's not his, right? But my challenge to everybody is to get started. Mm-hmm. Get out of the ego. Just give it to one place who you know does good, right? I, I give it to the church because they, they make better decisions than mm-hmm. I ever will, mm-hmm. and, and I don't have to worry about it. Right? Skim that right off the top. Right. Yeah, Take right. that first. When you get your paycheck every two weeks or at the end of the month or every week, whatever that is, that $25, Skim that right off the top, set that aside, and you have everything else beyond that to pay your debt, go to dinner, do whatever you need to I do. I just know with some people, 0 to 10% is a major step, and they never make it because it's too big of a step. Right. So just get started. And now it's too little of a step in mind. So let me ask you this, Rick. Wait, what did you Are say? You, it's too little a step? It's too, it's too little of a step now. Hey, bumps, yeah. man. Um, here, doing here's a the thing. Ten point two. When? Yes. When? <laughs> when did the fear go away of being poor? Oh, this is the awesome question. This is the why. This is the question. 
I think for me, that went away. Um, the day we paid off our house. I think that was when that fear just left. Um, it was, it was comfortable prior to that, but I think really when I just watched it leave mm -hmm. and felt it leave and I could lay my head down every night and not think about it, get up the next morning and just live my day. How many days was it from that day backing up to the day Glenn talked about taking that action and that action of faith and giving 25 bucks? How many days between your first 25 give and your mortgage being paid off? So from start to finish, um, it was 18 months. Um, it was a little bit over $84,000 in debt, including our mortgage. Um, and in that 18 month period of time, we paid off the debt. We had a six month emergency fund established and we had our home paid off. And the fear was gone. <clears throat> Outstanding. It was. And the fear was gone. Outstanding. Was. That's oh, awesome, man, man. What a great story. Yeah. Rick, brother, thanks for yeah, coming thanks in, Yeah, thanks for man. coming in, man. Oh, had a blast. Enjoyed it. Anytime, man. All anytime. Right. Don't say anytime with us. Love we'll you, man. Yeah, we, anytime. We'll, we'll, we'll be back next back. week. Thank you, Brian. All right, man. See you, man. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at asweunderstandhim.coffee. If sobriety is your desire and you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255 or dial 988. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their personal experiences about their spiritual journey and their path to sobriety. Therefore, any medical, spiritual, or perceived suggestions are their own opinions and should not be considered professional advice. See you next week.